Welcome to the Philippe Matthews Show at thepmshow.tv. Named the Oprah of the Internet by Mark Victor Hansen, Philippe Matthews doesn't ask questions that are different. He simply asks questions that make a difference. The Philippe Matthews Show features entertainers, bestsellers, authors, thought leaders, change agents, and world-class experts in the field of personal, spiritual, and professional development. An Internet marketing entrepreneur, Philippe is the creator of the How Movement, dedicated to teaching people how to move from the mindset of hope to the process of how. If you are ready to take your life to the next level, move from the mindset of why to the mindset of why not. Tune in right now to this latest edition of the Philippe Matthews Show and watch your life grow. We're back, ladies and gentlemen, on the Philippe Matthews Radio Show. Thank you for tuning in wherever you are listening. Um, uh, we have a powerhouse uh, uh, person today, uh, and that is uh, Shari Brown. Uh, she's written an amazing, amazing book called The Seven Commandments of, uh, uh, of, of, of For Happiness and Prosperity. Uh, and, and this is an incredible piece of work because what she does is she intersects three uh, major world religions, uh, Islam, Judaism, and Christianity, and finds the commonality and the common ground in all of them. And I don't know anybody else on the planet who has done this uh, other than <laughs> other than Shari Brown. How are you, Shari? Thank you for being Hi, with me. Thank you. How are you? Good speaking to you. Good speaking to you as well. Okay, so how did this begin for you? Because uh, you uh, were uh, born and raised uh, uh, as, as a Muslim uh, and then uh, came to uh, America. Uh, went to college and half the college. And so, what? Uh, how did the uh, Christianity? Are you married a Jewish man? Now, where did the Christianity come into? I converted to Christianity um, years ago in Philip Course Bay of Australia because based when when I read these two, three scriptures. I related to Christ and his message of love and mm. more. But after studying so many years of all the three religions, I realized they all say the same thing. Mm-hmm. The seven mm-hmm. Commandments is basically the Ten command, the addition of Ten Commandments of Moses, Two Commandments of Jesus, Seven Commandments of Muhammad. I added together, I dispose of the similarities like some, they all say that believe in the first uh, omnipotent of God, the omnipotent is there's one God. They all say believe in hereafter. So I dispose of the redundancy, and I came with seven easy to follow commandments that would I have experienced. People who have listened to me have experienced that is so easy to follow to achieve really what you want and what you think mm-hmm. your perception of happiness and prosperity is in your life. Wow, that that's incredibly powerful. Um uh, how how has this journey been personal to you? I mean, when you've had you've had quite a few epiphanies uh, obviously in 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 your uh time well, in life. You how, know, Philippe, how has it changed you? Philippe, I have to tell you that it all started with because I had finished college in in 77 and I had gone to Iran and revolution happened in 1979 and when I saw the atrocity 
I it struck me as being wrong as as mm-hmm. really because they said this is religious um, uh, or Islamic revolution. So that when I came back in '83, that caused me to study every scripture and to see where does it say in any of these books that you can just rape people's houses, kill them, beheading them, running into the towers. Because when I read them, I realized that Muhammad does not believe in segregation. He believes that Moses and Jesus, they were believing in one God, and he says that I am not bringing a new religion. Now, I have no idea why these people hate us so much. What did we do to them? Mm -hmm. But definitely they are not following Quran. And if they do just prostrate five times a day, I would say they're prostrating to Satan. Because there is nothing, nothing in this, in, in Quran that says anything that these people are teaching the children, you know, it's sad when you see that these these people naively go to to war and they come back with body parts missing, and they don't really know why. And it's mm-hmm. so not true mm-hmm. what they're mm-hmm. teaching them. The uh, Islam is Islam is not jihad. Should be uh, an obsolete a jihad all the way from Torah and during Moses and during. Um, King David and Yuri Muhammad, they were only for unbelievers, people who do not believe that there is only one God. Mm-hmm. Now, all these people in 9-11 are the martyrs, according to Quran. All mm-hmm. the people who are getting beheaded are the martyrs, according to Quran. I don't know what book they're following, but I've read Quran for almost 30 years, cover to cover, all three scriptures every day. And I've never found things like a woman should cover their head. I never read it in Quran. Mm. So it's been so either misunderstood, things got lost in translation, but it was basically maybe just really for uh, for political reasons. It has nothing to do with religion. And the the happiness and prosperity I'm talking about, it's something that... You earn it. You, as, as a person who, who, was, who lived, who was born, it's yours to, not to be, it's, it's yours to have. You have to claim it. You have to mm-hmm. claim your, your own spirituality inside you instead of being so um, distracted by this and that and that and money and everything. Then you would get, if you become one with God in your heart, God is in your heart. You become one with him and you meditate. Actually, they, I'm, I'm told, I don't know about it, but medita- that meditation actually physically brings you happiness. I'm saying spiritually when you have faith, that faith is not something that you could, um, you're not born with faith. You have to really um, work on it. It's, an, it's not a natural behavior, but one that you can cultivate, cultivate grow, and develop inside yourself. Mm-hmm. That you are, mm-hmm. Yes. And then you have to know that you are the author of your own choices. And if you choose to live a righteous life and believe, 
that there, that you can achieve happiness and believe in yourself and the God within you, the most inner part of you, have faith that he would help you because I believe, I believe that God wants everybody to be happy. But mm-hmm. really people around, people who distort religion for the purpose of politics, they have been, it, this has been going on, these killings have been going on for so many decades and centuries. We only see them now because of the media. Mm-hmm. But it's been mm-hmm. going on to Muslims during Ottoman Empire. Millions of people got killed, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. we never really had any knowledge of it. But it's not new. I, every prophet, every of these prophets, there were 124,000 prophets, but the only three prophets that God communicated through for us, his message to us was, I would call it the three corners stone of pyramid of God, which is Muhammad, Jesus, and Moses, and they all say the same thing. The similarity totally outweighs the um, differences, and I don't really know why from the beginning the politics make them separate religion. Mm-hmm. What is your definition of religion? Just the, the Inside yourself, you live inside you. You don't need to go to mosque or church. If you want to go, you're, you're, that's fine. But you don't have to go to mosque uh, um, or do confessions. You can do it in yourself, within yourself. You meditate. The finish, definition is just get the message and follow the seven commandments. You know, have, to have faith. It doesn't really, you, you don't need to do anything more. Wow, that's pretty powerful. Um, <clears throat> do you feel that um, since there, uh, do you feel that there is one God, that there is one universe, that there is one mind, uh, yes. and that um, um, all religions uh, point to uh, and, and is trying to guide us to that same one mind, the same yes. one, but. Yes. Uh, the 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 human the person uh, who is is trying to transcribe uh, that that sacred text uh, sometimes can be sometimes most times can be misaligned and have other agendas than humanize it and uh, is is what really creates the chaos in the world religions. Yes, and we have to know that evil we can't deal with evil by ignoring the fact that he does exist and he is powerful, but God is more powerful. So you have to notice when evil comes to you and when your act or somebody else's act, your neighbors show that they're really not on the right path, that's that's where evil exists. One of my commandments is stay away from evil. Now, mm. all of these misunderstandings in the world about religion and God is work of evil, Satan. It's not, nothing else. Work of Satan. It's good and bad. It's, they're believers and they're unbelievers. There's nothing in between. You know, Christians hate, Catholics hate Protestants, Protestants hate Baptists. Only one, there's only one God. There was only one Christ. And then you, when you come to Muslims, there's five different 
type of Sunnis, and then there's three different kinds of Shias, and Sunnis are are killing each other now. Now, mm. I don't know where Muhammad said that, okay, I'm going to divide my, my religion to all of this, and then you guys kill each other. Um, in your work, in this work, what does it mean um, to be rich? Rich, being prosperous, is a matter of perception. Somebody might be prosperous to feel that they have all their children and siblings around them. Somebody might be feel prosperous by having a 500-foot yacht or, or a Gulfstream plane. That is what prosper, prosperity is what you get at the end. If you follow the tenets of certain commandments mm-hmm. and stop desiring things, mm. you know, when you keep desiring, it's almost like idols. It's like you're worshipping idols. You keep Talk to us about money. that. I don't, uh, I, I, I will treat Talk to us about that because that's one of the, especially in American culture, it's one of the things we do most. Well, idolatry was before before religion was was so many gods. People were they knew that there was a higher power. They were uh, they were worshiping different idols during the um, Nefertiti and um, pharaohs. They used to call themselves gods or son of gods because of power. Because they wanted people, they would tell people that. We communicate with with the higher power, but then you can't communicate with them. So we we give them we give you their message. Mm-hmm. So this was going on until God sends the law to Moses, and from that point on, even in in the Quran says that I sent Moses with clear message. You didn't listen. I sent Jesus with clear message. You didn't listen. It says this in the Quran. And I'm now I'm sending you a book. Now, what has happened, uh, because of all this um, bloodshed, because of the idolatry, because they wanted to get rid of idols, idol worshippers, we don't worship idols. But unfortunately, that has transformed to us worshipping possessions and material mm. things in the life. Mm-hmm. I, my message is that the more you really want it, the less you have to desire it. You have to become happy with what you have. Contentment is the most important thing. If you're content with what you have and obey laws and be nice and don't steal and follow the commandments that God communicated to you, you are eventually get what you want in life, whether it, it is... Um, a big home or anything, but you can't desire, you can't stop praying and with a desire of money, 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 money. You cannot do that. You have to be content with anything you have and then just give yourself and your heart, look, look at yourself with the eyes of your heart and the light and love of your heart. Be nice to people and eventually you're going to get what you want. That's my advice. Uh, I love that. And, and and in the book, you talk about this concept called natural authority. Speak to us about what natural authority is. Natural natural authority, meaning God, meaning meaning the natural natural authority is 
how you feel, how you feel inside about God and how powerful, how powerful it is that you would, you, that if you have faith, that is the most powerful, powerful authority you can have. If mm-hmm. you have faith that God is, you would want to have a powerful God behind you. You have to notice, you have to know that the authority of, of um, the, uh, Satan exists, but authority of God is much more, you would want to have some powerful God energy back you up. You have to have faith in that, that this exists. And when, it, when you have faith that exists, then you become calmer about things. You don't have anxiety anymore. It's not like you're going to get somebody else's approval. Don't try to get... If you want to give money to someone, as soon as you ask somebody else, you tell somebody else, it's like you, you really demean that natural authority that you have within you, which is God and mm. you. Now, for those who are uh, hearing this from the, for the first time, that are that are, 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 are uh, uh, getting your book for the first time, and they are struggling financially, they are out of work, they're unemployed. Um, what is your dominant message to them? My message to them is that if with with faith, you have more. You become more innovative if you really have faith that there, you have a power behind you you attain happiness with happiness you become you give out that energy you will get accepted easier in your job interview people would love to help you more At, instead of seeing be sitting down and saying i you know i that that person has more money than i do because it's easier to sit down and it's unhappiness and sadness has its own coziness. Instead of sitting and saying, I had bad luck, I had this, I had that. No. Have faith that God is behind you. Make yourself happy by meditation. This happiness begets happiness. And when you give out that energy, you get back that energy. Mm-hmm. And you would find find even financial things easier. You definitely, you sh- nobody should be hungry in this world. Nobody, God doesn't want anybody to be unhappy or mm-hmm. sad. It's just like when we start becoming too greedy, greedy. I want more. I want more. When when we look at um, the the power of you talk about this in the book. You talk about the power of critical thinking um, and and how it leads to to enlightenment. Speak to us about that. How does critical thinking and what 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 is what is critical thinking and how does it lead to enlightenment? Well, critical thinking. Um, I learned that in Iran during the revolution, because of the power these people, the you know Iranian new government had. I realized that this none of these new. Um, you know, I, I, I felt the pressure and I knew that none of the knowledge that I had was going to help me getting out of the situation. I got stopped by these police Gestapo's of Khomeini so many times. And if I hadn't 
done critical thinking, I would have been dead by now. Mm. Because at that time, you have to sit down and think, this is the person, even if he's 16 years old, he has a gun in his hand. Mm. The regime that is empowering the whole country already has your name as in the list of people who are supposed to be killed or what they call it, sinful people. So you have to have critical thinking. Instead of putting them down, you have to be smart enough to know, to recognize they have, they have more power than you, and be nice to them. You don't have to, to attack them. You know, uh, mostly I have seen in the movies we see people when they are getting raped, they start spitting on, why would you do that? You'd be nice to the person, maybe he'll let you go. Because all of their, everybody who attacks you, these people who shed blood, they enjoy doing that. They enjoy Mm -hmm. it. So if you have, you're a critical thinker at that point, at that situation, you know how to, how to manipulate them instead of being at their uh, mercy. You know, I, 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 I think what you're saying also would apply to what's happening in the United States with uh, police brutality. Yes. Uh, the yes. Same, I, yes. I, would, I would assume the same principles would apply to critical thinking. Yes. I mean, we see the, brut- the brutality uh, on the television, but we don't know what, the, what words were said and who provoked whom. Um, how can uh, uh, here's a here's a crazy question, and that is, there are people who uh, don't believe in God or don't believe in uh, any religion. How does this work apply uh, to them and in, 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 in their lives? Or an well, agnostic- they should they sh- they should believe in their own power to make your to make to help themselves out of. I mean. Believing in, believing in God is a must, but if they don't want to believe it, at least they should believe in themselves. They should not run around and show off about, oh, I'm atheist. That's not going to help them, especially with people who are religious. Mm-hmm. You know, just keep it to yourself. Meditate. Think, find the spirituality inside you because we are not, we don't become spiritual. We come from spirit. We just have to discover that spirituality in, inside of ourselves. No, so, I so that's that's what they have to do, and and, well, then maybe, and then someday they will become believers. You you talk about um, we should uh, be in prayer mode all the time. What what did you mean by that? Well, uh, you know, Muslims pray on Fridays, um, Jews pray on Saturdays, and Christians pray on Sunday. And all I'm saying is that this is not the weekend God. (laughs) (laughs) You can pray all the time. You can pray, you verbalize your prayers, pray when you're driving. I learned that from Quran because in the beginning of Quran it says if you don't do Shabbat, this is never taught by Mullahs, by the way. It says if you don't do Shabbat, do five time prayer. At the end of Quran says if you work all day long and you can't do five time prayers, do your prayers at night. So 
we have to take from this, since religion changes for time, has always, that he wants us to pray, basically. Allocate one hour a day. Pray when you're driving. Pray when you... And another thing that would be called, it's better than prayer, is anything good happens to you accidentally, you have to notice this is a miracle of God. The more you mm-hmm. notice, the more it happens to you. The, the more you... you Believe in him, the more he believe he opens up to you. The more you stay away from Satan, the more he stays away from you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This is fantastic. Now, <clears throat> maybe you answered this earlier, but I don't think so. Can you talk about why you d- developed seven commandments versus ten? Yes. Well, ten commandments, seven commandments is inclusive of the ten commandments. Okay. I, I I added ten and two commandments of Moses, Jesus, which is love and peace, and the seven commandments of Muhammad, which is basically talking. It's in the first surah and basically talking about believing in one God and staying away from evil. I I added them together and I took out seven commandments because some of them were redundant. Believing mm-hmm. in one God, they all had believing in one God. Mm-hmm. They all had sure. believing hereafter. So I made one, you know, I just um, consolidate them together. So seven commandments is basically following God, all the messages that God gave us through His three prophets, and I call I I call it the a pyramid that these three prophets are the cornerstones. Mm, I like that. I like that a lot. Um, uh, Talk to us about your ministry um, and how can people uh, get in contact with with you and learn more about uh, the Seven Commandments? Well, I have a website called sevencommandments.com, and from there on, I think, you know, there's information on it. Fantastic. So we can go to sevencommandments.com? Yes. Fantastic. Uh, Shari, thank you so much for being with me and sharing thank this. Thank you, Philip. I appreciate you. I appreciate, I appreciate you so much. I'd love, I'd love for you to come back on the show. Thank you. I would love to come back on the show. You're so pleasant. <laughs> Thanks so much. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Take care, my dear. We'll talk to you but, soon. Good luck. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Thanks. Bye-bye.